The January 6th hearings are a scripted production, but information is still being hidden from all of us. I'm Byron York from The Byron York Show. Download and subscribe to my daily podcast to hear me get right into the news of the day. Subscribe on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. If you're a regular listener, then you've heard me talk about Keltec and all the reasons why they're one of my personal favorites when it comes to firearms. Privately owned family company, Keltec has been making one of a kind American made firearms since 1995. Driven by creativity, Keltec doesn't just copy other weapons on the market, they innovate new ones, including the new P50. The P50 platform is based around a 50-round double-stack magazine which lays horizontally along the top of the grip. The 5.7 cartridge comes in several variants, from sporting, hunting, to personal defense, and with how easy it handles its smooth shooting, because it's well-balanced and thus accurate. You can definitely see Keltec's reliability and quality at work. The P50 is fun on the range, but it's also great for serious home protection. To find out more about the P50 and all other Keltec weapons, and products, check out keltechweapons.com. That's K E L T E C weapons.com. Keltech, creating innovative quality firearms to help secure your world. Keltechweapons.com. Dana Lash's Absurd Truth Podcast. But we can't get those things on our own. Raul helped build this organization with the understanding that the diversity of this community as distinct as the Bogodas of the Bronx, as beautiful as the blossoms of Miami, and as unique as the breakfast tacos here in San Antonio. <laughs> oh, heaven help us all. That's the illustrious, what's her face? Jill Biden, Doctor. the, what? Doctor. Oh, wait, no, no, she's not a real one. Look, I'm not gonna, I'm gonna make a lot of people mad right now, right off the bat. Unless you can rearrange guts, I'm not calling you a doctor. It's just, it's just the way it is. My, one of my, well, first off, welcome to the show. Dana Lash here with you, here with my tacos today, Kane and Juan. So, because apparently that's how this works. I, I just, also, uh, Bodega, I can't even say it. Bodega? I think she said Bogada. Like, if you go back and hear it, I think she said... I'm divided on this. Can you play that again? I want to hear if it's Bodega. Right. Yeah, go ahead and play it again. I'm, I'm just curious. Yeah, okay. We can't get those things on our own. Raul helped build this organization with the understanding that the diversity of this community... All right, listen. ...as distinct as the Bogodas of the Bronx... See, as I heard Boda. As beautiful as the blossoms Bogota. of Miami. That's what I heard, Bogota. And as unique as the breakfast tacos here in San Antonio. Bogota? For real. Bogota? I mean, it's not even close to right. Tell me that you've never left your super bougie beach town in Delaware without telling me that you've never left your super bougie beach town in Delaware. You're not tacos. Like, what in the world? Dude. So that went over really well. You you had the National Association of Hispanic Journalists that that hit back and they <laughs> saying, "Hey, guess what? We are uh, not tacos, nor are we burritos, etc., cetera, etc." Cetera. I just Bogota. How do you get that wrong? Can I just stop for just a second? I cannot get over this. Bogota. What in the world? How do you? How are you? Who you are? And you can't say this word. That's like the easiest word to say. Oh my gosh. Okay. 
I just, um, I can't, is that like worse or better than Hillary Clinton with the hot sauce? Kind of the second in a, yeah, I was just wondering. So, uh, that didn't go over well. Like I said, this comes at the worst time ever because here's a really fun piece from the Washington Examiner. Actually, is this Washington Examiner? This is, uh, no, this is WAPO. Biden's popularity among Hispanics is, hey, guess what? A new record low. No, it is. It is uh, a new record low. (sighs) And not just Hispanic Americans, black Americans, only 32%, 60% of Hispanics apparently disapprove. There's a new New York Times poll. This is, I've got a number of different polls here. His support from Latinos and Hispanics has fallen significantly. You had 60% who voted for him in 2020. Now everybody hates him. Now they said 54% of Hispanic respondents in the survey who disapproved of him said they disapproved of him for his poor performance. That is the singular reason why they would choose to back a different candidate. Some got more specific, some were upset over you know, more of the cultural aspects, but bottom line, they got a real problem. And sending out uh, uh, Jill Biden there to say Bogota. Remember when they made fun of Melania Trump? She spoke like six languages. She speaks like six languages. Four or six, I can't remember. She has two languages that she's fluent in, other than her own native tongue. Jill Biden can't even say bodega. Or what was the other one? She said, si se puede. That was the other. (laughs) They made fun of Melania Trump because Melania Trump was an immigrant who could speak six languages. Jill Biden can't even say a couple of words in Spanish. Can't even say a couple of words. So that was... But see, it, it it wasn't bigoted or... What did they say? Jingoistic. When they were criticizing Melania Trump, it's only that way if you are criticizing, you know, a Democrat. That's kind of how it goes. I just cannot get enough of this. She I don't know who's more awkward, her or her husband. This is the blind leading the blind. Oh, my gosh. You have the two most incompetent people in the White House right now. Cisse Podway, Bogota. I just can't. It's like, you know, that um, Steve Buscemi meme where he's like uh, well hello there fellow kids you know she like grabs a taco and goes well hello there fellow hispanics that's what she does that's what she's doing gee many christmas now her her staff and this is what this is interesting so her staff released they say she was forced to apologize after this because it was so ridiculous of course it was ridiculous they said she's forced to apologize after she was saying that <laughs> i can't even deal with it oh my gosh Now, her spokesperson, Michael LaRosa, said in a Twitter post, quote, the first lady apologizes that her words conveyed anything but pure admiration and love for the Latino community. Why couldn't she say this herself? See, say podway, Jill Biden. Why couldn't you why couldn't you say this yourself? I'm just curious. I mean, this is an actual statement from the National Association of Hispanic Journalists. I'm quoting it. We are not tacos. 2022, everybody. 2022. Bogotas. As unique as the breakfast tacos here in San Antonio. Jeez. I just...
as if anything else conveys. I don't. I, I think there are a few things out there that convey just how ridiculous and how pandering the left can be with this stuff because this is that entirely. So a few other. I'm just not going to get away from this today. I'm going to come back to this well all show long. So just be prepared. And now, all of the news you would probably miss. It's time for Dana's Quick Five, brought to you by Caltech. So apparently, Susan Collins and Rob Portman just voted to allow uh, Steve Dettelback, the Biden nominee, to head up the ATF to move that nomination from, uh, well, to the floor of the Senate. So we'll keep an eye on all that for you. But that apparently just took place. And boy, oh boy, oh boy, I don't even know why we need an ATF, much less a guy to lead it. But good heavens. Uh, Also, this, let me pull this up. Oh, goodness, I went like right by it. Elon Musk could get a $400 million discount on a $1 billion Twitter breakup fee by writing it off as a tax loss. Twitter's shares plunged by 6.5% to $34.41 in pre-market trading after he withdrew his offer. This stuff hurts him. I mean, because he's, you know, got nine, what, over 9% shareholders. So this hurts him just as much as everybody as Twitter, as much as everybody else. But I'm wondering what other, I feel like he's got another play with this. We'll see. Uh, American support for LGBTQ rights often stops with quote-unquote transgender rights, according to 538. Wait until you hear some audio we're going to play for you coming up at the top of uh, the next segment. Uh, but they said that, according to 538, they said, yeah, people stop with the transgender stuff and the, you know, the pronouns and the uh, taxpayer, you know, reassignment and all of that stuff. Very interesting. And honestly, I just have seen a lot of people, well, at least gay conservatives anyway, that are also very, and especially... Uh, not just uh, gay women of of the left bent, but also that are considered libertarians, etc., that are very uh, opposed to the stuff because of women's protection with tra- with the transgender movement. It's undermining women's protections, and there's a lot of people that are objecting to that that are finding common ground that they didn't have before. Uh, sunspot, giant sunspot, threatens the earth. Solar flare may cause blackouts. How many times do we hear this? So they said a giant sunspot is threatening the earth with potential blackouts it was described by apollo astronomer apollo lasky in a monday statement published on space weather as an incredible looking sunspot crossing the center of the solar disk and a new large dark core that sounds like a really cool series like a sci-fi series like space horror dark core or like how you have cottage core and barbie core you could have just like dark core where it's like goth Uh, Just appeared on the limb. I don't even know what that means. But they said they don't know. They're still looking at it. But yay, swirling, swirling cores of magnetic energy. Also, a study found that old friends appreciate you reaching out more than you would know. Isn't that nice? I just think that if you're meant to keep in touch, if you're meant to keep in touch, you know what I mean? I kind of look at it like that. But they say that, uh, I don't know what they, I don't know why they did this study. It was from the University of Pittsburgh, but they said that people are fundamentally social beings and enjoy connecting with others, like dogs, uh, which are better people. Uh, Apparently, Subway sandwiches can be sued over their tuna sandwich claims that it's 100% tuna. According to a judge, that suit can go forward. What else is in it if it's not tuna? Ew. Stick with us. I was really watching how people were going to be acting to the Amazon Prime Day stuff. Now, this is not a commercial for them at all whatsoever. I just, because everybody goes nuts over that, right? Well, guess what? They're not really going nuts over it this year. Do you know why? Because nobody wants to spend their money. 
It's Biden inflation. We're in a recession. Nobody wants to spend their money. Although, Kane, I did find a tiny electric chainsaw. What? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like handheld, like one-handed. I saw that. What? I don't know what you would use it for. How much is it? I mean, look. Hold up. I tweeted about it. I'd, I'd buy that, I think. I mean, just to have one, don't you think? I mean, it yeah, just seems... Yeah, it looks seems... like a little nubby one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the it's a four-inch portable electric chainsaw. Aren't all chainsaws portable, though? Yeah. Okay, so I don't know what yeah. makes this one more portable. They say it's a handheld chainsaw, pruning shears for... Tre- you see, guys, how easily I get distracted by fun <laughs> things? It just takes two batteries. And it's wee. It's teeny-weeny. I saw the video of it chopping like this three-inch log. And I was yeah. like, wow, that's useful. You could just use an axe but, and probably get it in one swipe. But, you know, this is actually probably way funner. It's $63.99. It's, it's a 20, you save $16. It's a 20% discount. It's a number one bestseller in power chainsaws somehow. I might get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It has 118 ratings, 74%, 4.4 out of 5. Just saying. I don't know what what you would need that for but so my whole point is that you know yes there are amazing deals like that i don't even know what there's things i don't even know what i need i still i maintain that a lot of prime stuff is that like i'll stock up on my shampoo and conditioner and all that stuff you know whatever i i hate going into stores because i just don't like interaction i just want to stay home and be curmudgeonly but um no sorry kidding aside somewhat uh i like order you know like your stock up your basic stuff right you know, if you want to get you a pair of socks, like athletic socks, you know, things like that. But anyway, my whole point is that apparently people, I and I, there's one initial story out about this. It's kind of, it's a little hard to tell right off the bat because it just literally started. But they're saying that the, it is, they're, they're not really seeing, it says Amazon, this is a Chicago Tribune. Amazon Prime Day comes amid slow, sh- a slowdown in online sales growth. Now, this is their biggest day of all the year. They try to get people for Prime membership. So they raise the price to their Prime membership. And I'm going to, if I sneeze, forgive me because I am crazy with allergies right now. And so they use this two day event. It's the biggest of all year. They're trying to get people to get their Prime membership. But they said that it's way different than how people have usually treated uh, Prime Day. They said that. Sales could climb to $7 billion. That, that They don't totally disclose their Prime Day sales, though Insider Intelligence is a research firm. They suggest that sales could climb that much. It's weird. They're like, you could see a 16% increase over last year, or you couldn't. <laughs> maybe or maybe not. Yeah, it's kind of a, it's a coin toss. But they did say that so amazon already said they had a lot of workers they expect excess capacity they're they're trying to get rid of the excess capacity from and the stuff in their warehouses etc cetera, etc cetera. but uh the the company posted a quarterly loss in april and they had the slowest rate of revenue growth in two decades at only seven percent and inflation added two billion dollars to their costs so the i think the wall street journal had once said they were like the darling of the pandemic economy but now they're slowing because everything is slowing I just kind of look at that as the the biggest, the big fat canary in the coal mine. Like that's the last bit of proof that you need when it's even prime day. When people like me get excited over a little portal. It's like a pocket chainsaw. Who doesn't need a pocket chainsaw, right? Right? I'm telling you, $64.99 for a pocket chainsaw. You're saving $16.94. Pocket chainsaw, Kane. Think all the things you could use it for. I have no idea what for that would be. I usually steer away from any electric power tools like... A chainsaw, I would much rather have a two-stroke engine on that thing. 
than a than some battery powered thing. My husband does not like me messing with any power tools at all whatsoever because I am I'm like a uh, I have all the strength and the zeal of a Bob Vila without any of the expertise, and it's scary for everybody. I might you know it's scary for all involved. So I'm just saying. Anyway, that's kind of that's, I'm looking for an air fryer. Oh, they got, I'm sure they got them. Yeah. Yeah, I've been looking. There's one thing that I'm really good at is finding like discounts and, and deals and all of that because I've always been, I think when you grow up poor, you're always, always looking for like the best price on everything. And it's, it's so, and you're always looking at like, where can I get the best this, that, etc. So this, but this one, this note with Amazon, that's dang, that's just, that's still, that's rough. That is rough. So I'm going to be watching. It goes on today and tomorrow. And I'm sure that some of these uh, research entities are going to be releasing some you know, initial data. But I'm very curious to see how it stands up to years prior, particularly before pandemic, too. It's his life mission to make bad decisions. <laughs> it's time for Florida Man. I have so many Florida man stories. I'm not even, let me start with this one and then we're going to move on to some of the other ones I already have on my rundown. So apparently kids were being loud at a Florida steakhouse last night and a diner pulled out a fork, not to eat, but to get to stabbing. <laughs> Miami Herald. Southwest Florida, according to Lee County Sheriff's Office, a man was arrested after he allegedly threatened a fellow diner with an eating utensil at a restaurant in an Estero mall. Malls are open still? They still have malls? Good. According to the affidavit, a family was finishing up dinner at the Wasabi Steakhouse around 6 p.m. when their two young daughters were just became disruptive and loud. Seated at the next table, a guy identified as Joseph Vatter became agitated and told the father to shut his kids up. And the victim told the cops that he and his wife were trying their best to keep the kids calm. The offender picked up a fork, looked at the victim and threatened to use the fork to stab him in the throat. The police report said that the complainant then got his family to leave and said the offender got inches from his face and continued to be belligerent. And apparently security video shows him still following them as they left. And then he smashed the victim's car window and deputies responded he had already left. They tracked him down. They arrested him on charges of aggravated assault with a deadly weapon and property damage. He was sprung on $6,500 bond. Why? Why would you do this? Why would you do this? The Florida woman hit her dead mother in the freezer to collect her disability payments, say police. Oh, my gosh. 93-year-old Marie Hoskins was found by police who were doing a welfare check dead inside a chest freezer in Sebastian, Florida. The daughter, Michelle Hoskins, was questioned, and she admitted to finding her mother. She had already, she was in, in a bedroom. She brought a deep freezer to store it, and then she wanted to get the disability benefits. Oh, my gosh. This is just awful. Thanks for tuning in to today's edition of Dana Lash's Absurd Truth Podcast. If you haven't already, make sure to hit that subscribe button on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Much of the media doesn't cover some of the most important stories of the day. I'm Byron York from The Byron York Show. In my latest episodes, I will discuss how the January 6th hearings have become a completely scripted television production to fit a democratic narrative and how no one is still asking why so many important details are still being hidden from the public. Don't forget, download and subscribe to the daily No Chit Chat podcast. I don't talk about every single issue, just the ones you need to know the most. Subscribe on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts.